Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Bangkok Noir, a BDSM thriller, written by Elizabeth Sarai. Diana Fanning, a.k.a. The Professor, runs the Academy, the only genuine BDSM bar in Bangkok. She's the first person the police colonel consults when a bar girl turns up brutally murdered, tightly bound, with clamped nipples and every orifice stuffed with sex toys. The colonel figures the killer might be one of her customers, but he has his own secrets. He needs Diana to satisfy his shameful dreams of being beaten and abused. Meanwhile, a mysterious American named Sam stalks Nock, the lovely natural dominant who is the professor's star performer. Nock is used to being the one in charge, she can't understand why she craves the discipline Sam administers. As more women are slaughtered, always in kinky circumstances, the professor finds herself in an exclusive world catering to the perversions of Bangkok's wealthy and well-connected. Simultaneously looking for evidence and satisfying her own lusts, she doesn't realize until too late that the power she's used to wielding won't save her from becoming the serial murderer's next victim. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from Bangkok Noir. Chapter 1 When the police colonel walked into my bar, I knew it was a bad sign. I was pretty sure that I was up to date on protection money. I knew the documents proving that all my girls were over 18 were stowed in my safe and I'd done a drug check only yesterday, but I couldn't help worrying. Police Colonel Apichat wasn't a bad sort. He was always polite, both to me and to my girls, when he came by to pick up the monthly envelope of cash. Occasionally, he'd even accept my offer of a drink. He'd sit at the bar, nursing a Chang beer, hungry eyes surveying the dancers as though he wanted to devour them. I'd send over two of my prettiest employees to try and cheer him up, but with all their teasing and flirting, he rarely smiled. That night, though, he looked even more serious than usual, and he was not alone. Behind his wiry, dark-skinned frame, I saw the crew-cut bulk of his lieutenant, Narangchai. The girls called him Kwai, Buffalo, though he reminded me more of a gorilla. I hurried over to Apichat, and gave him a respectful why. Colonel, this is an unexpected pleasure. Please, come inside. Can I offer you and your companion a drink? Thank you, madam, he said in English. He always speaks English to me, even though he knows that I'm fluent in Thai. We are on duty. In any case, we come to tell you the terrible news. Terrible news? Was the government on another morality and social order campaign? Yes. What news? A girl from Supervamp Bar was killed last night, choked to death in a hotel room. 
A chill ran down my spine. Supervamp is on the next soy. I know lots of girls who work there. What was her name? Suwani. Her nickname was Nee. It didn't ring a bell. The name was a common one. I thought for a moment. If the murder took place in a hotel room, it should be easy to find the killer. Just look at the registration records. Colonel Apichat sighed. He was obviously very disturbed. The victim registered by herself and paid in cash. The desk clerk never saw her companion. Anger flared briefly in his flat brown eyes. I don't understand why these girls are not more careful. We make the laws to protect them. They just ignore the laws. I didn't bother to point out that this was the typical Thai attitude toward laws of any kind. Maybe it was a kind of Buddhist non-resistance, letting the laws flow around them without touching them. Apichat put his hand to his brow as if he was in pain. So how can we help you, Colonel? Warn your girls. If they see anything that makes them suspicious, tell them to call 1771. It's a special hotline number we have set up since the crime. Tell them to program it into their mobiles and to always make sure their phones are nearby. I nodded. Of course, I'll talk to them right away. I knew the women who worked for me would pay far more attention to a warning from me than from the police. Is there anything else? He looked troubled. I think your girls need to be especially careful. Why is that? The girl who was killed. Well, there was evidence that she had been involved in some S&M activity. He obviously found it difficult to talk about this. She was found tied to the bed, with plastic clothespins on her nipples, cigarette burns on her arms and legs, and vibrators inside her. The plural seemed to make him particularly uncomfortable. He pulled himself together and looked me straight in the eye. We understand your establishment tends to attract that sort of people. I couldn't deny it. It's true that the Academy is not a typical Bangkok go-go bar. There are no crowds of bikini-clad girls struggling to look sexy up on stage, but collapsing into giggles if you smile at them. Instead, I'll have only two dancers on at a time. One undulates, near naked, yearning and helpless inside her cage. The other, in vixen wear of leather or latex or chainmail, flaunts her unattainable beauty on a pedestal in the shape of two crouching bodies of indeterminate gender. The two poles of the power exchange, opposite one another. My customers can savor either, or both. My girls are very special. I have the pick of Pat Pong, because I'm willing to pay for quality. I screen them carefully. They need to know how to keep a straight face when their role demands it. They have to be able to understand the difference between a parody of seductiveness and the real thing. Most important, I only hire women who intuitively respond to the dynamics of dominance and submission. I don't train them in DS. I don't dare. If the authorities found out, I'd be closed in a flash. But I'm always looking for the ones who are natural tops or bottoms. That's what the customers like anyway. The sense that they're discovering the hidden truth about the girl they buy out of a bar, not realizing that they're really plumbing the truth about themselves. Of course, much of my clientele is content to simply drink and watch, imagining the possibilities without experiencing them, which is fine with me. Fantasy is always more reliable than reality. Safer, too. Murder, though. 
A shiver ran through me. Bangkok can be a hard, cruel city, but murder is still pretty rare, especially this kind of sick, senseless killing. People here get shot or stabbed for revenge or because of some shady business deal. I can understand murder for a reason, but a harmless young woman, tortured, violated, and then choked to death? It left a sour taste in my mouth that someone would take the trappings of good old-fashioned BDSM and twist them to such evil service? I haven't noticed any suspicious customers, Colonel, just the usual tourists coming in for a beer and a thrill. Don't worry, though. We'll let you know right away about anyone who seems at all threatening or abnormal. Thank you, madam. I appreciate your cooperation. He rose to leave. His eyes flicked involuntarily over to Lynn, the tall, muscular woman currently writhing on the mistress pedestal, and the muscles in his face tensed as though he was grinding his teeth. Come on, lieutenant, he barked over his shoulder in Thai. Narong Chai heaved his bulk off the next stool, reluctantly, it seemed to me. He gave me a lingering stare that sent cold chills down my spine before turning to follow his boss. Good evening, madame. I'll check in again soon. The skinny colonel and his heavy-set assistant disappeared through the curtained entrance of the club. As soon as they were out the door, the girls crowded around me, all talking at once. Trouble, HR? What did police want? He looks so serious. He come to close bar? Their first worry was for their income. Still, when I told them about the murder, they gasped in uniform horror. Some gripped their amulets. Some made the old sign against bad luck. Only Nock, practical and hard-headed, seemed unaffected. That girl, she probably asked for it, she commented. What? How can you say that? She asked to be killed? No, of course not, but she want to be tied up, right? I don't think anyone can tie her except if she agree. Nock is one of my natural dominants. Sometimes she can be a bit too blunt. Her name means bird. She's as sharp and relentless as a hawk. Well, for now, I don't want any of you agreeing to anything that makes you uncomfortable or that could leave you helpless. Understand? They all nodded. Remember that hotline number. Put it in your address book. Assign it to speed dial. Then don't let your phone out of your sight. They were already pulling their mobiles from their boots or their back pockets, following my instructions. When she was finished, Nock turned back to me. Ajarn? The girls call me Professor, and I don't discourage it. In one of my former lives, I taught business at a Thai university. That was before someone betrayed me by sharing the details of my private life. Yes, Nock? We can still go out with customers, right? It's up to you, as usual. But be sure you trust the person. Be extra careful. I wasn't worried about Nock, though. Her customers were much more likely to want her to tie them up than the other way around. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from Bangkok Noir. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.